Um, so there's just a couple of worship songs that I take issue with. Um, the ones that we sing about the tide rolling. Come on. Can we just leave that out? Of, um, and, then, and then today we sing a song that says, dance like when you were young. Now, I don't have a problem. My problem with that song is not what you think. It's not, I don't have a problem with the fact that I'm not young. I have a problem with singing a song that assumes that I could dance when I was young. <laughs> not, not true. So, uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the kingdom of God. Jesus talks a lot about the kingdom of God. Uh, if you read through the Gospels, uh, in Matthew 13 in particular, uh, Jesus uh, lays out several statements about the kingdom. He says in, in verse 24 of chapter 13 in Matthew, the kingdom of heaven is like sowing good seed. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is like sowing good seed, uh, throwing seed into the land and, and producing good fruit. In verse 31, he says the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. It's a small, small seed, but it produces a large plant. Uh, in other words, your faith can start really small, uh, but it doesn't have to stay small. Um, in verse 33, he says that the kingdom of God is like yeast uh, that is blended and spreads into the entire loaf. Uh, the kingdom of God has impact, it has influence, it spreads, it doesn't just stay in one small place. In verse 44, it says the kingdom of God is like a treasure uh, hidden in a field. And the man who discovers it sells everything he has to buy that field because the kingdom of God is worth everything, everything. In verse 47, he says the kingdom of God is like a net that catches all kinds of fish, all kinds of fish. Uh, the kingdom of God, uh, the intent of the kingdom is to reach every nation, every nation. So we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, today. Uh, the kingdom of God, I would say, is meant to be more like a river than a lake. The difference between a river and a lake. A river is moving. A lake kind of just sits there a little bit. You can enter into a lake at a point and come out of the lake at that same point right? Not so with a river. You enter the river and try to come out in the same place, the current will carry you to a different place. And that is the intention of the kingdom of God, is that you will not remain in the same place that you enter. Uh, God is calling you to enter, but not to leave you in that place. He wants you to grow. He wants you to increase in, in his kingdom. So the church we need to grasp this when it comes to the kingdom of God. The church is not invited into the kingdom and then sent on a mission. God has a mission. God is on mission. And he actually invites us to join his mission. To join with him in mission. He doesn't send us out apart from himself. He actually invites us to go where he's going, to do what he's doing, to be a part of his advancing, of his kingdom. So to be missional, 
is to be kingdom-minded, to be kingdom-minded. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. I just want to mention three things that I think, uh, if we're going to be uh, kingdom-minded or or kingdom-oriented, there are three things that I think uh, need to happen. Number one is we have to believe the message of the kingdom. We have to believe the message of the kingdom. And, and the message is this, God is God. The message of the kingdom is that God is God. Moses actually said it this way. He said, I set before you today heaven and earth. Choose whom you will follow. If God is God, follow him. Think about that statement. If God is God, follow him. I mean, if we come to a place where we really believe that God is God, it would only make sense to follow him, right? I remember a young college student uh, who came to my office years ago. She thought she was an atheist. And I just asked her, I said, why don't you ask God if he's real? Ask him if he's real to, to let you know that he's real. Well, he showed her that he was real. She gave her life to him an entire generation of young people have come into faith because of her faith, and the next generation will come into faith because of their faith, because that's the way the kingdom works. The kingdom of God. If God is God, follow him. The message of the kingdom is that God is God. He's the creator of everything. He's the ruler. Uh, The early church said it this way, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. He's over and above everything. And this this realization, this this revelation will have an impact on how you live. If you truly come to the place of believing that God is God, that Jesus is Lord, it will have an impact on how you live. It will have an impact on the decisions that you make. It will have a decision, an impact on the priorities that you have. And these decisions and these priorities and the, the way that you live should be evident. Your behavior should match what you say you believe. And so if you believe that God is God, if you believe that Jesus is Lord, it should begin to transform the way that you live. And I would say that if you make the statement, Jesus is Lord, and it has no impact on how you live, it doesn't change the way you make decisions, it doesn't change your priorities in your life, it doesn't change uh, what you do, uh, how you treat people, doesn't have impact on any of those things, then you've just made a statement. You haven't actually stepped into a belief, because belief in the kingdom of God, believing the message of the kingdom that Jesus is Lord, will change everything in your life. Uh, Second thing, after believing the message of the kingdom, we have to embrace the mission of the kingdom. Embrace the mission of the kingdom. Uh, John the Baptist sent some disciples 
to ask Jesus. John had been arrested, and uh, from prison, he, he sends his disciples to go ask Jesus, are you the one? And which is interesting because he had said, John had said that Jesus was the one. When he saw Jesus coming to be baptized, he said to all of those who were coming to hear John preach, John points to Jesus and says, behold, the Lamb of God who comes to take away the sins of the world. He saw it. John saw it. You know how soon John knew that Jesus was the Messiah? Get this, before Jesus was born, John knew it. While he was still in his mother's belly, while he was still in his mother's belly, when Mary tells Elizabeth what's going on with her, that she's going to have a child and, and that it's just, it will be the Son of God, that an angel had come and told her. When she tells Elizabeth that, Scripture says that the baby inside of her leapt. I don't know what that feels like. A lot of people in the room do. That's how early John knew. And that, but now John's about to die. He's in prison. Things are not going exactly the way he thought things would go when the Messiah came on the scene. Things have not gotten better for John. They seem to have gotten worse for John. And so John sends his disciples to ask, go ask Jesus if he's the one or if we should wait for another. And Jesus said, go tell him what you've seen and heard. Go and tell him what you've seen and heard. What had they seen and what had they heard? They'd seen that the blind could see. The deaf could hear. The dead had been raised. The poor had heard a message, the message of the gospel and had hope for life. The power of the enemy had been broken. The mission of the kingdom is doing the things that Jesus did. The mission of the kingdom is joining, not, it's not being sent off on our mission, but the mission of the kingdom is joining the mission of Jesus, and, and his mission hasn't changed. His mission is healing the sick, breaking the power of the enemy, calling people into life, preaching the good news, all those things. Those are the things that we're invited into, embracing the mission of the kingdom, breaking the power of the enemy. The third thing, after we believe the message and embrace the mission, uh, the third thing that has to happen is to receive the power of the kingdom receive the power of the kingdom. Because up until this point, we could hear it and say, this is a great idea. This kingdom of God thing is a great idea. This mission of Jesus thing is a great idea. And we could go out on our own after it and fail so incredibly. Uh, if you were here uh, in the very beginning, 
Austin as we led into worship. He talked about people in Ephesus that Paul preached to, and, and they said that they had heard the gospel about Jesus, but they had not heard even that there was a Holy Spirit. The message, the power of the kingdom is the Holy Spirit in you. Think about this. Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Angel comes to Mary, says, you're going to have a baby. Mary says, that's biologically impossible. Angel says, the Holy Spirit will make it so. So Jesus is conceived by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is anointed by the Holy Spirit. When he comes to be baptized, John, after he says, behold the Lamb of God, uh, John says, I sh you should baptize me. John says, no. Jesus says, no, you, you baptize me. And so John does it quite reluctantly. And when Jesus comes out of the water, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit descended upon him in the form of a dove. And from that point, Jesus is led out into the desert, into the wilderness. So Jesus is anointed. He's conceived by the Spirit. He's anointed by the Spirit. Then he's led by the Spirit. He ministers throughout his three and a half years of public ministry. He ministers in the Spirit. And then he's, then he's killed. And guess what? He's raised from the dead by the Spirit. In fact, the New Testament says the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Wow. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. So if we are kingdom people, we are Jesus people. And if we are Jesus people, we are by the Spirit people. If you choose to be a Jesus person, but insist on doing things in your own strength, and your own power, you are cheating yourself. If we are kingdom people, we are Jesus people. If we are Jesus people, we are by the Spirit people. There are some in this room who would say, I'm a Jesus person, but I'm kind of like those people in Ephesus. I didn't even really know that it was possible to have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead in me. If this is true, I want him in me. There are others who go back to the very beginning of the message who perhaps have never surrendered to the king of the kingdom. You can live in the kingdom, in a sense, 
without surrendering to the king. We call that rebellion. You can't enjoy the benefits of the kingdom until you surrender to the king. And there are some today who need to surrender to the king. And guess what? When you surrender to this king, he doesn't invite you into slavery. He actually invites you out of slavery into life. So today, whether you need to surrender to the king or be filled with his spirit, God came here today to meet you right where you are and to change your life so that you would never be the same again, so that you would look back on this day 10 years from now, 20 years from now, and say, on that day in Riverstone Church, everything changed, and I've never been the same again. That's his desire. That's his desire. And all I would say to you is, if God is God, follow him. If God is God, follow his desire for today. Give yourself to his desire, what he wants for you today. All right? I'm going to ask our teams to come, get in place. I'm going to pray for us. We're going to enter into a time of, of ministry. And uh, just invite you to come. Uh, whatever your need today, if you need to respond uh, to something from the message, or if you just need prayer, maybe. Maybe you need physical healing, emotional healing, uh, relational healing. Uh, we'd love to pray for you. All right. Jesus, thank you for today. Uh, thank you for uh, your kingdom. We thank you for the invitation to join your mission. I pray that today that barriers would be removed fear would be broken off pride would disappear that people would say yes to you I pray that people who have attempted to live for you in their own strength and been frustrated for years would be filled today by your spirit and that it would revolutionize their life. Come Holy Spirit, come. Have your way in this place. In Jesus' name.